0: The Special Sauce Podcast. you like the sauce? The sauce is good, huh? Eh? This is start-up. It's finance. It's drive. Train them, trust them, and let them read. With your host, Marcus Aurelius. Welcome back, folks. You're on The Sauce with Marcus Aurelius. We have a special guest today, uh, former CEO of Ben Russ and Alex Anani, Gio Feroz. Thanks for being on today. How are you doing, well, my friend? You.
1: I'm doing I- excellent. Thunder just came out again. So that's it. It's that here, but, so, uh, wonderful to uh, join you. Thanks for having me on.
0: Well, you, you're, you're, uh, an amazing person. Uh, for those of you who are unaware, uh, uh he's been a CEO of two major companies. Uh, he's done a ton of consulting overseas. Uh, he's been a, a, a military man. Thank you for your service, sir. Uh, Thank you, and, uh, uh, also had a career in politics. And I think, you were in the uh, optics business, too. You were in the uh, uh, glasses uh, business, right? Uh, so.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, my brother started uh, Ferocious Eyes Optical in Rhode Island. And uh, then I um, joined him, expanded it, and then uh, we put in College Optical Express. We put optical centers on college campuses uh, throughout the United States.
0: Excellent. So tell me, where did you get your start? Uh, what, what, was the, what was the beginning for uh, GeoFerocious?
1: Well, as far as uh, the person I am today, I think it was uh, really, I I almost can remember it like yesterday. I was a seven year old kid um, going to elementary school in West Warwick, Rhode Island. I was asked to uh, join my parents uh, for the open house, you know, when they go visit the teacher that evening. No other kid could go, but I was able to go because my parents spoke Italian. And uh, I knew right then and there I had become, you know, the de facto kind of head of my family. Uh, So when the teacher said, and my parents said, what do you say? I said, he said, I'm the smartest kid in the whole school. So uh, <laughs> I was kidding. Around. But uh, I knew right then and there that, um, you know, I was a leader in that aspect of, you know, taking my parents, um, be it to, you know, become United States citizens, um, getting their jobs, uh, buying houses, going to college. My brother, uh, although he's five and a half years older than I am, we're the first two uh, college graduates out of like 60 cousins, Uh, All these things that a lot of people kind of say over the years, but I don't know how much truth a lot of other stories uh, have in them, but I can tell you mine's uh, as accurate and as truthful as it can be. So uh, what happened is I was at a um, sports banquet in high school. A friend of mine got appointed at West Point while uh, Claiborne Pell was giving him the appointment letter. I um, literally uh, got the, you know, America, U.S. national anthem, you know, feeling in my body of, I love this country. And within a matter of days, I joined the Army. Uh, I graduated um, on the 13th of June, was in Fort Benning on the 20th and proceeded to be in the United States Army for about 24 years, both active in reserve. i uh, been through a number of different wars, unfortunately. Uh, but, uh, you know, that experience really led to the business management uh, philosophy and uh, tactics that I've, uh, put together both informally and formally.
0: So you you must be very familiar with the right chair, left chair, right? Uh, so, so, uh, as a, as a student in the military, have you been able to mentor others in the business world? And, and is that mentorship also passed on to you?
1: Uh, absolutely. Matter of fact, uh, you know, I'm often asked, you know, what, or who, uh, do I, uh, consider being more of a mentor or if I know them or don't know them, what did I follow? And I was fortunate enough that um, in the late 1990s and right before 9-11, I had moved to Delaware and uh, I was familiar with um, a company there called MBNA Credit Cards and Charlie Cawley, who was a former, well, is a Marine, uh, unfortunately he's passed, but um, the the fact is he built an organization that had uh, just a handful of employees and a shopping center. And by the time he was done, he overtook DuPont as the largest company in Delaware and over 24,000 employees. And he sold it for $35 billion. It's a good um, day. (laughs) And uh, the Bank of America. And it really was a catalyst for what I ended up doing at Alex and Donnie because I saw firsthand the amount of wealth that he generated in the community. And I think oftentimes the word wealth gets uh, misconstrued or or kind of only uh, top sliced they don't understand that wealth means people can purchase their homes can pay off college can have children can get married can do all sorts of things uh, that's what wealth uh generates uh and it creates a community and so in delaware i learned you know soft and learned firsthand what he did and how many people work there and so at alex and donnie i try to do the same thing and mimic that and you know, I went from 23 employees to over 1,200 and um, created over uh, 4,500 jobs just in the state of Rhode Island through its vertical. And when you see all of the, um, you know, the the contributions ultimately that the organization made to the community, uh, it is, you know, it's a big win. And I look back and although, you know, time's passing now and you don't always want to rest on your laurels, you, you certainly can look back and say, wow, you know, I have had a great impact.
0: And uh, you, uh, you certainly did. And that company was on an amazing course. Uh, what kind of things did you, did you find at Alex Anani that you were able to improve uh, right away? Uh, you know, in the, in the early growth phases, what kind of changes were you able to implement and what kind of things happened that you identified that helped it grow?
1: Well, one was that I'm a big believer in um, showing uh, the results of your success. Confidence. So, you know, if, if we went from the basement of the factory, literally, to a new headquarters where, you know, people can drive by and point to a sign and, and say, "Whoa, you know, that's an unbelievable company. I, w- I want to work there. Showing uh, the success was not about being arrogant or, um, you know, kind of putting it in your face. It's to show people like me who grew up in a poorer community like West Warwick, mm-hmm. who went to public schools to say, hey, you know, I can rise to the top tiers of, of business in this case, right? Um, by just putting my head down and, and, and making sure that I'm meeting <laughs> objectives and not putting any limitations on it. So uh, when it comes to the success of Alex and Donnie and the, the, the implementation, the first thing I did was literally get rid of the time clock. They had a time clock. And so what happened was at 4.45 PM, everybody would line up to clock out for five <laughs> o'clock. Uh, so instead, what I did is I bought everyone an iPad, excuse me, an iPhone and um, got rid of the time clock. And I'll never forget a few years later, it was Christmas and I was receiving phone calls. And everyone's like, you know, is is everything OK? Is the you know, is everything OK? I'm like, what's up? You know, like, well, I haven't seen any emails today. I'm not, you know, I haven't seen any email. I'm like, it's Christmas. Relax.
0: You know?
1: Because they literally had moved to a 24-7 mindset but not because i was driving any you know work it's that they were so motivated they're always checking for the next thing the next success the next request uh, the next deliverable um it was just you know it's just a very exciting time you blink and it's friday that was the biggest thing i always used to say you blink and it's friday blink and it's friday as opposed to people who go to work and they're wishing their life away they're wishing for friday you know, I don't even know what hump day was until like you know <laughs> cartoon came out and or whatever little memes are saw a few years ago. I don't even know what that is. So um it's just you know you blink and, and it's Friday. And I apologize the sun's coming out here. I'll oh, try no and
0: worries, you get- gotta you got, you got a, you're right in yeah. between a couple oh. shadows there. Yeah. Yes. So
1: get in the in the middle here. You're right in the middle
0: there. There you go. I'm all, I'm all right. It's uh, a little better. Okay. There we go. So, so I, I, it's funny because I come from a jewelry family and that's like the shop mentality. You know, I remember Mm -hmm. as a kid, vividly my dad's employees and, and I was one of them would sit there and punch out, but I never followed him out the door. I was always, there was always more for me to do. You know, uh, my grandfather used to say, Jesus is a coming, look a busy, you know? So, (laughs) (laughs) so, you know, you, you you gotta have that work, uh, that, that mentality that, uh, and it, it definitely, uh. It comes through in spades when you get into the business community. Um yeah. What kind
1: and of it, things? Attitude. Yeah. It's also the attitude, right? It's I, I'm a I'm a carrot, you know. I'm a I'm a carrot guy, you know. What do they call it? Uh, it's it's it, I'm not a uh, someone who wants to like beat people down or do a job, you know. I'm a I'm a carrot and stick guy. It's like there you go, you know. Like uh, here, you know. You do this, you can make an extra ten grand. You, you do this, you're gonna have a. A job for five years. <laughs> you know, if we succeed, everybody's going to succeed, and that goes back to what I said earlier about Charlie Colley and everything he built with MBNA and everything else. When I see people, you know, purchase homes, when I see somebody with a savings account or other things, I know, you know, what I was part of, and that's key. Also, is just to make sure you, you know, although I always appreciate and acknowledge that, uh, you know, I, I, I've been fortunate to get a lot of accolades. Obviously, you don't do it by yourself. But at the same time, I'm not one of those people and you probably never hear this from anybody else, but who, you know, you hear people say they walk into a room like, oh, you can't be the smartest guy in the whole room. Well, no, that's wrong. I better be. Or I shouldn't be. Large. You know what I mean? Like, that's I don't good. understand the whole concept. Yeah. It's like, well, then get out of here. Get me the smartest person. Like, I don't understand. And and so, you know, it's not the smart meaning in a sense that preparation key to victory, right? You need military uh, you know, focus, you need to create an objective, you need to create mission planning, you need to d- develop course of action, all the things you need to succeed. Mm-hmm. So when I say I'm the smartest guy in the room, it's because I took the time to ensure that we don't have single points of failure. You know, We have things that are going to uh, pretty much ensure we're going to meet our objectives. And as long as we do the work and we pay attention, it's likely going to have a good positive result. And so, uh, you know, that's kind of, uh, you know, well, it's good that, uh, that
0: it's good that you carry through that military focus uh, and you you the team planning that, you know, team is I always I I borrowed a line from the Boy Scouts, you know, it's a, a trust them, uh, train them and then let them lead. And uh, right. I've always like invested more in training than the average uh, insurance and financial planning agency uh, out there. Uh, you know, I, I sent them to Sandler training, all kinds of different. Mm-hmm. Industry training, and I, I was happy to write the check because I knew on the other end that we'd be good and we'd be excellent.
1: Automatic. Yeah. I can't even tell you. I, I had a phone call yesterday from a guy who reached out to me on LinkedIn. Really nice company. Did about 2.8 in revenue three years ago. Did 4.4 two years ago or a year ago. Um, this year he's on track to do 10. It's like, listen, you know. I've studied, I've looked, I've read, You're, you can help us. I So well, I appreciate that. And then at the end of our phone call, he said, after speaking to you, it verified everything I read about. <laughs> he's <laughs> like, you know, he's like, you know what? Uh, I know it's going to work and I want you to take us to another level. Yeah. And the reality is that, you know, there are, there are folks out there who know they have that other level in them. But the commitment comes down to getting the right people. And the point of my story, anyway, to to, to be specific about this one, is it happens to be a logistics company. Mm -hmm. And I'll never forget when I went through the advanced management program at Wharton, the day when they described UPS and FedEx. They said, "Okay, UPS owns all their planes. FedEx leases all their planes. UPS started in 1920. FedEx started in 1970. And they went on and on the list and he said, which one's more valuable? It was undoubtedly FedEx because it had brand value. So aside from the revenue, aside from the EBITDA, aside from everything, just the brand was worth X amount more. And that's what you want to hire me for is that sort of thing is to make your brand value. And so, you know, be worth that much more when you go sell it. I mean, look at Duncan, I'm you know, today, 11, 11 and a half billion dollars, whatever. For, you know, I'm not one to criticize too much, but let's, let's face it. The, the Duncan products are, you know, half (laughs) of what were 10 years ago, you know, I just, but the brand is the brand and, um, and you're going to get a lot of money for that. If you develop it right. And you pay for it. Right. And the last example I'll give you of that is even hostess hostess went out of business. And what happened? Someone paid $800 million for it when it was out of business. Right. But where is it now? It's yeah. doing over two billion again. How about that? Selling Twinkies and Devil or whatever. It's it's crazy. It's like uh, so, ring ding. Excuse me. This is uh, but, probably yeah. a good
0: time to transition. You went through that. Uh, so you bought a brand, uh, Benrus, uh, and mm-hmm. uh, you made a go of it uh, with the uh, with a classic military line. Beautiful watches, beautiful stuff. By the way, I I, I treasure. I have a, a leather handbag that you guys made, the Russ bag. It was like an original military type cut. I got to say the design, the the quality, the stuff that you made was excellent. Thank you, you, you breathed life back into an old brand, but uh, what kind of lessons were learned in that experience?
1: So that's an excellent uh, segue because, you know, what I bring to the table these days is I could tell you what not to do as much as what to do.
0: That <laughs> so, <happens. laughs>
1: uh, so, you know it, it, It's interesting because uh, tied into the, the, the bold comment I made earlier about being the smartest guy in the room, um, you know, that was a debacle for me, right? We never properly was, were able to obtain the trademark. I personally lost millions of dollars, the whole nine yards. But anyone said, well, I thought, you know, you're a great CEO and what happened here? And blah, blah blah I said, well, listen, I trust two people that are beyond my capacity to, um, to, to, to take action. And that is your accountants and your attorneys. And so in that case, we had our attorney who literally stole the brand. And so we're still in court over that. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to waste my life, you know, waiting around for it. Um, I do think we'll have a positive result when all is said and done. Uh, It's been over three years. Mm -hmm. But the reality is, you know, as a CEO, you're signing stuff, right? You're signing things that your legal team prepares. I don't look at whatever they bring me and then say, well, you know, let me read your work. Like, (laughs) it's, it's the opposite, right? It's whatever deal I'm saying to paper up and then they paper it up for you to bring. In that case, it was a three-step process, um, you know, to acquire it. And basically, he made me sign the first two, and then the third one he never gave us. So it was really weird. Um, you know, so then my lesson uh, on that one is to other, uh, you know, CEOs and, and is, is basically, or anybody in business, is if you absolutely have a large transaction or a very uh, critical transaction to your business or for your life, then even your own team, get a second set of, uh, of legal representation. So that would be my, my number one advice, advice is I will never. And frankly, it just happened to me this week. Again, you know, I have some equity in something and, and, and someone wanted to potentially uh, try and buy me out or whatever. And I'm like, mm-hmm. no. <laughs> I mean, and uh, then they're uh, like, well, maybe we want to, I'm like, it ain't happening. So, you know, what I do, I had two law firms look at it and they're like, Nope. You're fine. If you want to sell it, you sell it. If you don't, you don't. Know. And so going, you know, it's, it's like I always have that double set of eyes now on the legal side. Good. That's
0: good. Yeah. Even our president uh, ended up with uh, Michael Cohen, which I don't know how he uh, <laughs> how he ended up with that joker. But that's another story for another time. Yeah. But uh, but, uh, you know, we, we, I, I'm being mindful of time here. I know that uh, I appreciate okay. having you on. I wanted to kind of ask you, you know, Gio, you you've been through a lot and uh, what is your special sauce that has made it happen for you in the past and in the future?
1: Yeah, for me, it's very clear. It's that I am an objective driven individual. So everything stems from what the objective is and then you backwards plan. So that's where my military training comes into play. That's where I don't wanna hear it if, you know, I don't care what degrees you have and all this other stuff. If you cannot follow those rules, and first identify the objective. So that could be the size of the company, what we're doing, where we're located, whatever it is, that has to be identified. And then I want three courses of action to get that done. The first one is the best one. You're going to recommend it, or I'm going to say it's the best one. The second one is a good one. It's just not the best one. And the third one sucks, but gets the job done. And so I don't want one option. I don't want Oh, let's just see where we go. Or I don't have the money to do that yet. So I'm just doing it myself. I'm bootstrapping. Then you shouldn't be in business. Okay. Like just stop. Everyone just stop. Either do it right or don't do it. And otherwise we have a bunch of warded down situations. I don't care if we have 10 pizza shops when we should have four. Uh, Cause now you have 10 weak businesses instead of four good ones. I don't care if it's, you know, whatever you're doing in life, don't dabble. And so my discipline is the the secret sauce, so to speak, but you should never confuse it for arrogance. You should never confuse it for not being open-minded. It's just that when we say go, it's time to go. In other words, the time to plan should have happened in the planning process. The time to come up with a different idea should have been two weeks ago. Once we break from the huddle, you can't go downfield 20 yards and go left when I'm throwing it right. That, that's, that's, uh, that's not going to happen. So uh, yeah, discipline's important. There's an article out there, a really good one on Inc. Magazine. It's called the disciplined in the divine. It really, I think captures me and my personality, the best out of everything that's been written. And um, yeah, I think, uh, you know, I'm proud of that.
0: Nice. You know, at LaSalle, when I uh, played sports, the shirt for LaSalle that we would work out with, said discipline across it. I don't know if you're a, oh, a graduate. Yeah, it's great. pretty funny. It's uh but uh, I want to thank you for being on and I want to wanna ask you one other thing here. What are you doing nowadays? This is the time of the show too where we where we let our guests pimp their biz, if you will, right? That's the bottom oh. term for what we say. <laughs> well, thank you. But uh yeah so what are you doing nowadays and how can people reach you?
1: Yeah. So basically uh Giovanniferossi.com um that's my brand no one can steal that brand so uh, i learned my lesson um so so joyaforoci.com um uh, it's consulting it's gf strategic consulting is the name of the actual business uh so i serve as its senior strategic consultant i also have uh, a number of team members uh, that are excellent at what they do uh, anything from hr to marketing to customer service to sales to you know you name it um, in essence, if you uh, engage me personally, um, I'm really a chief uh, strategy officer, um, you know, de facto doesn't have to have an official title or anything like that, but I'll outline for you what the business is. So people contact me to grow their business. I am a high revenue generator. I've always been. So as much as I you know, appreciate and, and say thank you for people who want to you know, acknowledge what I did at Alex and Donnie, Listen, I was a commissioner of the lottery it took it from fifty eight million to four hundred fifty six million in two years. You know, it's it, that's what I do. It's like I'm everything is about revenue, revenue, revenue. Mm-hmm. And I was a Republican senator. Right. And everyone's like, oh, you're <laughs> supposed to be damn all this other stuff. I remember arguing with um a state rep and I was like, well, wait a minute. If you don't want to do this, then that would be like me sitting on the board of Gillette and growing a beard. Like, what am I supposed to be doing here? <laughs> like, like our, our, our purpose is the, you know, generate revenue. So every step I take is to generate revenue. Uh, and that's what I see. And that's what I do. And so people can engage me either in a three month stint for, um, for, for money in 10% equity or 12 months for money, uh, lesser, uh, or, mm-hmm. or, you know, overall, I guess uh, on a monthly basis or 5% equity. Uh, and sometimes there's a, you know, a deal to be made in there somewhere, but, uh, we'll, we'll see. But pretty much I have my platform. Um, and that's the other thing I just would like to leave with. I have what's called a 51 club. Uh, so you can join my platform for a thousand dollars and you'll be able to see the deal flow. So I obviously don't have the capital to, you know, back every single great idea that comes my way. Uh, I have a lot of smart people, a lot of great ideas. So I create a platform for them to put it on. It's password protected. Only those members see it. I charge a thousand so you know it's real and you don't have people just kicking tires. Yep. And um, yeah, that's my business right now. So that's thank you. Excellent.
0: Thank you uh, very much. Uh, thank you, Gio. And uh, one last thing you mentioned that you were in politics and everything else. Uh, any predictions for our election uh, coming up? Uh, and then any, uh, any quips and quotes on what you think is going to happen?
1: Oof, it's going to be a tough one, right? <laughs> it has been many years. But uh, yeah,
0: I think I agree with
1: uh, the latest that I saw in um, Medium by uh, Philip Strutz. And he has a great breakdown. And uh, bottom line is his count came out like 295 to like 249 in favor of Trump in the electoral college. I don't agree that Michigan, uh, I would put in the Trump column. So I see it more as 279 to 259, somewhere in there. Mm -hmm. But I think Trump takes it because it's the electoral college, you know? And people who keep quipping about, you know, the popular vote, the popular vote, that's kind of weird it's like, oh, you can only win a football game if you have the most touchdowns. So if I have four field goals and a touchdown and you have two touchdowns, uh, I guess you're supposed to win. It's weird. So, you know, it's, it's, it's made for an electoral college. Um, uh, and I think that I personally feel it, like I said, I'm in Florida
0: Yeah.
1: and, uh, at the moment and, you know, I happen to be visiting, um, you know, my family and, um, I'm actually going to Puerto Rico to, to vote. I know where we're, we're you know, taping this, but um going to vote in Puerto Rico. So I don't get to vote for the president, which I don't like, but I was able to in the, in the primaries. But uh, the reality is um, Florida, it's Trump land. I don't, I don't know where anybody else sees anything else. It's massive. I'm talking massive. I can't go to the gym without intersections full of people. I can't go on a boat without a boat parade. I can't go. I mean, these are, thousands and yeah. thousands of people. It's not 10 people with a sign. It's thousands and thousands. So it's going to be very interesting. Ted to, Cruz to, was
0: on uh, Fox with a strategist and the strategist said, you know, essentially uh, Florida cancels out New York because they're both 29 electoral votes. So now you the, the rest of the country being mostly red, uh, you really, you know, you really gum up the works. If he gets Pennsylvania or Michigan, it's over. I mean, that's. Well, I think.
1: Yeah, I think, well, I think uh, the, the thing I saw, I, think the toss up and i'm only going from what i read on this one and that's arizona so yeah. arizona but if you put arizona in the red column and i don't think georgia and texas i mean there could be some hopeful people i don't see it um taking those off the table given biden michigan trump still takes it so it's gotta it's gotta be like a biden sweep and again i just don't see the the motivation and everyone keeps trying to throw the minorities uh, vote in there and all of this other stuff. You know, listen, I'm a universal person. (laughs) If you know my Rolodex and I don't know anybody in my Rolodex or anybody I know, and we've all come from extremely humble backgrounds Mm -hmm. and there's a lot of successful people in there and people still struggling and it doesn't matter what your background is. I don't know anybody who's like, yay Biden. It's just, it's just not there. You know, it's just not there.
0: Good point, my friend. And I'm going to let you go here. But thank, thank you, you again for joining us on the show. Don't be all a right. stranger. Yeah. Go slow, take chances, and be prosperous. Lots thank of you. luck. And uh, talk to you soon. All right. Thank go. Thank you again to our very special guest, Gio Ferrozi from Giovanni Ferrozi Strategic Consulting. And a special shout out to our Sauce Man subscribers out there, who Sign up at specialsaucevodcast.com for
1: updates on new episodes, fancy flavors to add to their special sauce,
0: and to shop special merch for that special someone. We thank you. Now get out there and keep rocking it, sauce boss. You like the sauce? The sauce is good, eh?